reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Murray Fox, and this week we are going to look at two issues. Woohoo! We're going to look at My Greatest Adventure number two and My Greatest Adventure number three. Put them together, and it'll be like one regular sized issue. Yes. That's right. We're going to look at the Robot Man feature. Of course. Of course, yes. It would be silly to look at the other features. Yeah. <laughs> For many, many, many reasons. <laughs> yes. You're not interested in such things. No. Who wants to know about purple chicky poos and swamp thing wannabes? Blah. Bah humbug. Bah right. humbug, I say. <laughs> no, we just want the robot man guy. Yeah. Hope you all had a Merry Christmas. That's right. Happy uh, Hanukkah, as it were, or whatever it is. Kwanzaa. Yeah, all those <laughs> things. All those happy, happy things. Hope you enjoyed them all. <laughs> That's right, because New Year's is just around the corner. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Woohoo! Well, let's get into this. Alrighty. So, we got. Last week, that robot man. Yes. He was being. uh, He was being eaten by zombies. Oh, the zombies tore him apart. That's right. That's right. The zombies were pulling him apart. So, in issue two, we open up. And uh, let's see what's going on here. He is jibber-jabbering away there as the zombies are <laughs> carving into him with their knives and forks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're very civilized zombies. They're, they're you know, they're civilized. Yeah, so he's like, I've come to have a unique understanding of how my programming works. I can't hurt another human being with my robot body or stand by and let them get hurt. My body has to obey all human orders. Luckily, my brain is the only thing that adheres. Finally, my body has to protect itself as long as that doesn't override the other protocols doing it. So, Matt Kent. Oh, yeah, this is by Matt Kent. Matt Kent and Scott Collins. Yeah, yeah. So he's going, he's taken like the Isaac Asimov approach to robots here, which is kind of cool. Let me see. Which is why my body can't hurt these people. And won't let my brain get hurt. With my brain being human and my body robotic, it makes their relationship <laughs> complicated. <laughs> so it looks like his head kind of, yeah, it springs out of their hands and, and uh, just dives, jumps away from the zombies flying through the air. It crashes through the, the little uh, Brazilian house there. Or South American, wherever they are. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's flying or like there's a little light at the bottom of his neck. It looks almost like maybe he might be hovering or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Huh. He's got a flying head. Well, yeah, maybe because it looks, yeah, as we keep going there. Well, he says it's complicated. <laughs> so it's up to me to figure out a way to kill this crazy mutated rice that zombified all these people. 
Oh, that's right. So it's not really the people that are zombies. It's the rice they were eating. It was zombie rice. <laughs> but I can't hurt the people themselves. This body will do anything to protect the only human part of me left. So the uh, robot head, yeah, it does seem to have like little uh, rocket propellers or something there that's protecting his head from crashing against the ground and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to think it's my subconscious at work, but my brain never works worked this fast. Hell, I didn't even know my body could do this. <laughs> so it's bouncing through the back alleys of of wherever they are. And my brain doesn't work the same as it used to. It's kind of hard to explain. And then we get a close-up of his brain. It's like every memory I've ever had is instantly accessible. Yeah, we get like little... Uh... Scott Collins is doing some cool stuff here with the design of the pages. Like, they're, they're, uh... they're cool. Circuit boardy background. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Circuit boardy. Uh, then we flash to a scene of little Maddie Rouge who is wandering the streets... Interesting that she's got an outfit on that's very reminiscent of the Kupperberg uh, era. I was going to say, yeah, it looks very similar to that. Uh, very much like Lodestone in that picture. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cliff, I'm here, heading to your location now. You okay? It's like, more or less. <laughs> more or less. The nano-infected rice uses moisture as fuel. The rice just needs to be insulated. Ah, uh, so his little... Uh, Oh, his body parts now <laughs> are uh, working separately from his body at the moment. If you cut the access to the water, they die. And the digested rice should eventually burn out and become inert when the people pass it. <laughs> A quick download of the insulation recipe, modified carbon dioxide in water, and the day is saved. So while Cliff's head is off somewhere else, his body is doing like the little transformer thing and turning itself into a great big... It's uh, a fire extinguisher. Yeah, it's like a fire extinguisher. It's uh, shooting out this carbon dioxide water mix and drying out the rice. And all the zombies are coated in fluffy, fluffy foam. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, of course, walks up that time. Uh, Cliff, found you. Well, some of you. <laughs> Cliff, really... Every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his little head crawls over, and eventually he puts himself together with a clickety-click there. I put in a call to disease control. The rice should be inert, but in a couple of... But in case a couple of grains got away. Good. She's like, you need to eat? He's like, do you mind? You're the best, Maddie. This body's pretty damn efficient. I'll give it that. It takes anything organic and uses it for fuel. That, along with the solar cells and kinetic generators, keep me running. So Maddie grabs like a big hunk of garbage from the garbage can and just dumps it into his back. Ah, yes, the old, uh, just like, just like the car in uh, Back to the Future. That's right. He gobbles up the garbage. <laughs> you okay? And he's like, well, Mrs. Turing's brother isn't here, but I don't think it's a coincidence that the rice came from Dr. Turing's intended destination. She's like, Cliff, wait. He's like, thanks, Maddie. Meet me in Zanzibar City. And off he goes. Like Just like that. Get what you need out of her, and then off you go. Zip, zip, zip. <laughs> He's like, still not 100%. Too much flying. Need to eat again. Looks like it's seafood tonight. <laughs> so he dives down into the uh, ocean and 
opens up like a big gaping. It's almost like a net. He turns his chest into a net and uh, scoops up a barrel full of fish. fish. (laughs) Feel bad leaving Maddie again, but things have been just strange, to say the least. Since the race in Utah, I know she feels guilty, and maybe she should. Hmm. Backstory. However, that's all we get of that for now. Because we're in Zanzibar City. And he's like aggregate mode again, pulling internet chatter, news, phone calls. It's all panic. And 2,000 mentions of Giant Snake, which we see coursing through Zanzibar City. Beer. Yes, the people are... (laughs) They're having a rough time of it as this ginormous snake crashes through the town. And uh, Cliff's robot body does some quick calculations there. Weight estimate, 1,000. Nope, 100K. That's what? That's 1,000. 100,000? 100,000. 100,000 pounds. Man, that's a big snake. That's a big one. Acidic venom pouches. Estimated length, 2 kilometers. Military response is ineffective. Odds of military operational success, 2%. Youch. So he starts climbing up a building before the salt flats. When I was ah. all human? Uh-huh. Yes, I think so. I got lost in the Himalayas. Snow, wind, no food. I tested my limits, but I was determined to make it. More nanobot mutation. Poor snake. Probably going to need some more armor against that venom, which it starts spitting out at him. Now, when I test my limits, I don't feel determination. And he dives or jumps right towards the big snake who's opening up its mouth. I feel like a third party, mildly curious as to the outcome. And he uh, changes his body a little bit, turns it into a sort of like a spacesuit or something for a little extra protection from the uh, venom. Almost like Hulkbuster armor. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he dives right into the snake's mouth. And Maddie is like, Cliff, Cliff, it's Maddie. I'm sure you're already there and in trouble, but I'm not meeting you in Zanzibar City. Mrs. Turing's brother, Dr. Turing, his final destination wasn't Zanzibar City. He chartered a small boat to an island near Zanzibar. But Cliff, uh, it's not just any uncharted island, it's the island. The one you ended up on, where I found you. Huh. At the same time, Cliff is uh, inside the gullet of the snake there, and he's unconsciously, I download a video of the digestive process of a snake. Why do I do that to myself? (laughs) Snakes are really just one long intestine. It squeezes and works the food down, down into the stomach acid. Wonderful. (laughs) The town just gets smaller and smaller. Yeah, it's a cool way of uh, demonstrating it for sure. (laughs) (laughs) As he's being. Yeah, Scott Collins is doing some good stuff. They both are. This is uh, a good little adventure. Like in 10 pages, you get a ton of story in here. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, uh, really enjoying it. Yeah, like you get, you get the zombie menace dealt with. You get a new menace. See, it can be done. It can. Plus, you get backstory. Look at that. Like ten pages, and you get cliffhanger resolved. New cliffhanger put out there, and we get little bits of uh, insight into Cliff's past there. Wow. Or you could look at Justice League number one. Which is probably three times as long. (laughs) 
and you get like no story. Hmm. Oh, twice as long. Okay. Uh, they have a sound of 20 pages now. Yeah, but Justice League 1, it was like. Is it, it was a big one. It was 30, I think. Didn't you like it? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyhow. Anyhow, that's chapter two. Let's move on and see how quick it's out of this giant sneaky. Totally. Totally. To- <laughs> this cover's classic. <laughs> Who is it? Rick Leonardi. Rick Leonardi does the uh, cover there, and we get the three main characters of uh, Robot Man, Tanga, and Garbage Man, and... And they're doing like a little Wizard of Oz riff there. Nice. Yes, she says, all I need is a scarecrow and a little dog and I'll have the set. <laughs> Which I guess makes Garbage Man the lion, but, uh, oh well, he's a beast. He's a beast. Sure. All right, chapter three, you want to take it? Yep. Go for it. Oh, we last left Robot Man inside the belly of a sneak. Uh-huh. Two kilometers long. Being squished. <laughs> Mile is 2.2 kilometers. There you go. Uh, well, head there narrating. As much as I hate it, sometimes my body amazes me. It'll do anything I think of as quickly as I can think it, if it's physically possible. If it can't, it just won't. I can't spit out diamonds. I don't think. <laughs> but if I think, let's heat my body up to 10,000 degrees and run through the snake's body to see what happens. <laughs> you see the, the snake is thrashing around this smoke building out of its mouth <laughs> nice and he goes splat and comes out the mouth totally more or less intact the uh, extra venom armor that he put on is shedding off and he's going back to his normal regular excellent so that's the end that, that's the end of that cliffhanger I guess <laughs> two pages two, two cliffhanger dealt with <laughs> Lovely. Then we get a beautiful view of the snake just kind of lying dead across across the town. <laughs> in emergency situations, I tend to have to think less. The self-preservation programming seems to begin. Need me time to surf the nest. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'm already picking up thousands of internet hits referencing Robot Man and a dead snake. Mission accomplished. The nano assassins will wipe the net of all keywords and photos with my name in them. Last thing I need is more attention. That's an awesome superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's protecting visibility. That's right. Stay out of the public eye, man. We are not going to see Robot Man on the National Enquirer. Exactly. People are always a problem. The reason I work alone, the reason I quit my old group. Uh-huh. Ah, very interesting. Uh-huh. Somewhere out there, there's a Doom Patrol. We know it. Maybe. Don't do another group. Maybe, but come on. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rolling Stone and all that. Sinking Stone. I like you. <laughs> not sure what happened there. I guess his... Uh, Looks like, one, yeah, his... One foot is on fire or something and it's having problems uh, making him go where he's supposed to go, so... So he kind of crashes into it. He kind of crashes into the corner of a building and then he goes plummeting into the ocean. Yes. Well, that will put out the flame. No worries. So, yeah. At least the fire's out. That's right. And so he's taking a lot of damage. He's got to replenish himself. He's eating again, so he turns himself into a big fish vacuum and sucks up a bunch of <laughs> stuff. Excellent. Oh, so he uh, turns on his GPS and tries to find Maddie. So he goes mm. to the island. The island. 
And then, yeah, like, is that sort of a, we get some sort of flashback vision there of Cliff as a robot all broken apart. So maybe, oh. It could be the island where the dude was fall. Maybe it's Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like, oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, because it's very reminiscent of that, those panels in uh, Alan Kupferberg, the first issue of the Alan Kupferberg run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he got blown up. On to, yeah, 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 maybe. Oh, no, that would be the Doom Patrol would be blown up. We're not maybe. happy about that. No. Who knows? We'll see. We'll find out eventually. So he gets out of the water. He's all uh, ready to go in action again. Odd decommutation of the bird's wings and nanobots inside. Like every day, every creature he looks at on the island is all robotic. That's right. They're all mutating. So they've all been infected with nanobots. Yes. Except for Maggie, because there she is. Heart rate elevated, perspiration in a small back. She's feeling guilty. Uh-huh. Old jungle is humming with something bad. Nanobots all over. Just like the mutated and malfunctioning ones in the right from the giant snake. Just uh-huh. feels like ground zero for weirdness. Uh-oh. <laughs> and he went to a gorilla. That's Uh-oh. right. But it's just a regular gorilla. That's right. No mutations there. <laughs> oh, I gotta wait. He's looking at the gorilla. He's like, oh, no. Don't eat. <laughs> Thank God. That's yeah. the last thing we need. <laughs> a little uh, nod to the brotherhood there. Yes, yes. Oh, and Maddie's feeling guilty. Maybe she's guilty because she's not uh, Madame Rouge, but she's like a daughter or something. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. She's walking again, says. I guess it's Maddie, yep. yep. There's an anomaly beyond the volcano over there, a big one. You got enough energy to fly us? Yeah, I've been fishing. Good <laughs> to know. So she, she grabs her and they zoom off. <laughs> I do my best to ignore the sensor readings. Maddie's pheromone levels, heart rate, etc. I need to know stuff, and I sure as hell don't need it. <laughs> uh, Maddie, I think we're going to have incoming! There's a giant <laughs> boulder flying through the air. Excellent. And it hits his wing and knocks it off. They go crash down to the ground. But he gets himself underneath Maddie and gets his gets That's right. To seat. <laughs> um, Saves the day. Maddie, stay behind me. And oh no, baby. <laughs> Jesus, what is that? That's awesome. Whatever it is, it's awesome. Oh, no kidding. That's like it's a. Very Kirby monster. Yeah, I love it. Got big bug eyes and. Purple and green. Eyes, and... Purple scales. And yeah, it's weird patterns on it. Like, like it's a painted Mexican figure or something. <laughs> totally. Wild. <laughs> and it's got a big rock on its head. It looks like it's ready to poem with another one. Totally. That's an awesome beast. It is. And that's where we end. That's cliffhanger number two. That's right. High weirdness. Wow. And of course, Maddie is off running. <laughs> no yeah. problem. I'll see you next dish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's taking off. She's... I don't want to be anywhere near this. No way. Very good. I'm liking this. I'm liking the story a lot. I am too. That kid is bringing it. And so is Scott Collins, I have to say. Totally. The last thing I read that he did, I was not impressed by. No. This, I am definitely impressed by. Yeah, this. me too. Um, I, I like it a lot. 
I like it a lot. It's actually almost leaning towards a Giffen Kirby sort of pastiche. Yeah, yeah, Very for sure. Very different, like Mac and, uh, you know, the, the more recent stuff that uh, Giffen's been doing. Well, that's good, because he's, Collins is doing, I think, an issue of OMAC. Oh, really? Coming up. Uh, issue six, I think. Nice. Yes. So if he's, if, if this is what we're going to see, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally down for that. You betcha. You betcha. And I would like to see more from Matt Kent. So hopefully after these, uh, this story's done, he's got other plans for DC or DC have other plans for him or something. Yeah, Cause yeah. it's, it's great. Great. Yeah. He does good stuff. Totally. Totally, I'll have to find some of his other stuff because I have not. Yeah, his indie indie work is really good too. Yeah, that is what I've heard, and that's what I will have to look for. Check out Super Spy or uh, True Story. About a giant, a guy who's giant size for no apparent reason. Excellent. 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 Alrighty. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode, folks. If you want to... Almost the end of the year. That's right. (laughs) Hopefully there are no great big giant green and purple monsters on your horizon there as you celebrate the new year in style. Perhaps the last new year. Oh, that's right. Well, look out, guys. (laughs) I'm sure we've got a couple of months. Make sure you have an... Excellent New Year's Eve party because it may be the last. That's right. It could be your very last. So uh, have a blowout. (laughs) That's right. All righty. If you want to uh, tell us about how awesome your New Year's was or tell us about how awesome this latest Robot Man adventure is, you can send us an email at doompodtroll at gmail.com. Or you can uh, visit us over on our website, which is also doompodtroll.com. We like to make it nice and simple. That's right. One-stop shopping. Hopefully so I can find it. <laughs> Alrighty. We will catch you all next week. Bye-bye. Next year. Next week, next year. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>